Judo, in Aikido and Hapkido, in Kendo and Taekwondo there are uniforms, belts and gradings. You know where you are with the Japanese or Korean art, but in Tai Chi there is nothing. No costumes, no headscarves, no ninja-styled fingerless gloves. So why are some classes then taught by knights in white satin and others in jeans and flip-flops? And what does uniformity say about you and your class? Find out on this week's episode of Talking Tai Chi. the world over and welcome back to Talking Tai Chi with the Teapot Monk. This week we are dealing with a rather sensitive issue, clothes. I have some good friends that are Tai Chi teachers and proudly pose in their silk suits, while others pour scorn on the superficialities of borrowed cultural trappings. It's a confusing picture and one that starts with every beginner's first question. Will I too have to wear a Chinese silk uniform if I join your class? Although you do see quite a few practitioners wearing flowing silk uniforms, it is not obligatory. In fact, some would say that it's not advisory either. I'm a fan of flamenco music, but this doesn't mean I like to carry castanets in my back pocket or keep a fan tucked up my sleeve, though there are many that do. Unlike many Japanese arts that insist on you adopting uniforms and going through gradings to achieve different belts to mark your progress, Tai Chi is a Chinese art and does not follow the uniform or belt systems adopted by arts practiced in other countries. Progress in Tai Chi is neither linear nor color-based. It is circular and skill level is marked by persistence, dedication and insight and not by what holds up your trousers. Despite this, Uniforms are popular with many teachers for two reasons. Firstly, they like you to think that you are doing something oriental by the wearing of clothes or shoes from another culture. And there is some reasoning behind this in that it's very important to get out of your daily frame of mind, your westernized approach to movement and explore a new body-mind connection. So the wearing of different clothes in theory is meant to assist you in this process. Personally, I'm not convinced. For me, if wearing something special helps my training, then fine. And good luck to all of you that subscribe to this approach. But if the wearing of it contextualizes my learning, it supports a walled garden approach to practice in which only when I'm attired in a certain uniform will I feel comfortable and able to assume the right posture, then I'm not for it. This is why in my classes you wear what you wear. 
You wear what you were wearing when you come to the class, even if it's inappropriate, because if that's what you're wearing most of the day, five days a week at work, then you'd better get to know how to make it work for you. Either that or change your clothes. So, what of those little flat black shoes that Bruce Lee wore in all of his films? Well, many classes do indeed promote the idea of wearing Chinese slippers because they let you feel the ground beneath your feet. Trainers and hiking boots are okay, but for someone starting out who maybe has poor balance, the wearing of these slippers can really help. If you do buy a pair, they generally come with either rope soles or plastic soles. The difference is quite important. With rope soles, you can slide about a lot more. The shoes are more flexible and less noisy when performing on your own in front of the whole class. There is nothing worse than a beautifully executed form demonstrated to the accompaniment of a squeaky pair of plastic shoes. Plastic ones also tend to stick to certain floors, making it very difficult to do some postures, particularly the circle turns and kicks. So the choice is yours. Then again, if it's raining after the class, I know which I'd rather be walking back home in. To finish this subject this week on clothes and uniformity, I'm going to mention two people that you may want to check out for other opinions on these issues. The first is an online friend and Tai Chi teacher whose name is Rodney J. Owen. He has just written an excellent post on the subject and I'll put a link to that post in the show notes. The second is a man called Josh Young who wrote an excellent poem sometime back about cultural identity and authenticity, a poem called Inheritance. And I'd just like to read a small part of this poem for you now. Inheritance. My inheritance is found between heaven and earth. My Tai Chuan is not Chinese. My Capoeira is not Brazilian. My Natai Yoga is not Indian. I am not a nationalist. To be an artist, one makes art. This cannot be done if it is not your own. I'm not a traditionalist. I am not preserving culture. I am not concerned with historical accuracy. I am a child of a new world that old worlds become as borders dissolve. A child of slave and master of mixed caste and class. I am a crossroad. I am continents joined. I am a planet united. The identity of mankind, either frail through division or perfected through unity, the choice is clear enough. You can read the whole of this excellent poem by following the links in my show notes. Looking to discover what Tai Chi can do for you or curious and would like to know a little more? Well, just come over to 21stCenturyTaiChi.com. Look for the link in the show notes. There's short introductory courses, 
breathing, health, tai chi form, sword, philosophy applications and more. Plus books, PDFs and great videos and even music. Got a question? Track me down on social media as the Teapot Monk. Thanks for listening. Thank you.